You're listening to The Pastor Pod, sharing what we're learning to help you lead well in our culture today. This podcast is hosted by pastors Josh Robinson and Jay Mudd. Their goal is to be real, transparent, and let you in on what pastors really think about stuff. Well, welcome back to The Pastor Pod. We're so glad you've taken time to join us. And if you're new, I'm Josh. I'm here with my good friend Jay every week. And uh, really, The Pastor Pod's all about encouraging leaders uh, and we just really have open, honest conversation, and uh, we're glad you're here for our another episode. I think we're on episode 23 today, Jay. We are on episode 23. It's going to be great. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, Josh, you have someone sitting next to you. Um, I, we do want to introduce him, but that way no one is like, well, who's this other guy? Um, go ahead and real quickly, I would say, introduce uh, our, our guest today uh, that we have on the Pastor Pod, because he's sitting there. If you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see that he's sitting there. So uh, who's this guy sitting next to you um, that you are, is a friend of yours from church there at the bridge? Yeah, I'm so glad to have Sergey on the on the podcast today. And uh, we've gotten to know each other over the last few months. He's a part of our church here in Venice, uh, the Bridge Church. And uh, he's from Ukraine and uh, has a great family. And uh, I wanted to invite him on today because of all that's happening over there. We wanted to, to get to know how we can pray and get to know just how we can serve and pray and, and support what God um, wants us to do as the church, you know, the church and as, as people. So he was so gracious to come on today, you know, kind of last minute uh, yesterday, I said, Hey, would you be willing to come on? And he said, yeah, I'll make time for that. Awesome. And, uh, and it's uh, it, just to hear his stories of what's going on over there. I'm really glad you're here. Yeah. Uh, pleasure all mine. And thanks a lot for that opportunity, uh, especially now to be here with you today and to share a little bit about what's happening right now in Ukraine. And uh, prayers are much needed. And uh, again, thanks a lot for that opportunity. Uh, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, Sergey, we're looking forward to it. I can't wait to get to know you a little bit more. And so maybe if we start, if you want to share just, just a brief uh, maybe we can put the, the, the video to his testimony on, uh, on the show notes as well. We'll put a link there, but uh, there's a great video. It's about six minutes long, but uh, Sir, Sergey, w- would you mind sharing a little bit of your story? Uh, Cause as I was watching it, I was captivated by it. And I think many people would be uh, interested to learn a little bit about your story. So if you would share a little bit of your story of uh, you know, how God really transformed your life. Yeah, sure. Uh, I grew up in the, like a, a good family and uh but by the age of uh 16 when i graduated from school i entered the like higher education institution and just um, got caught up in the bad company i would say and um immediately um somehow i got involved in all the negative activities uh, and which led me to um becoming a drug addict and uh, basically, uh, by the age of 19 years old, when I was 19 years old, I was already like homeless, living on the streets. And uh, and my father died, which impacted me a lot. And uh, and I was uh, totally hopeless. And the uh, pretty uh, pretty uh, sad thing that being just a young person. Uh, I was already willing to end my life as quick as possible and didn't see hope at all. And, and but uh, miraculously, when I was 22, uh, a person on the street witnessed to me 
about God, about his mercy, and about the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, and uh, that saved me, and uh, miraculously uh, freed me from the addiction, and since then, it, it, it was 2002, uh, two, so almost 20 years ago, uh, um, and since then, yeah, my life radically changed. I'm married with three kids right now, and yeah, that's my story. Awesome. Awesome. Now, uh, just to just want to make sure I understand. So did that all take place in uh, Ukraine? Yeah, in Ukraine, uh, it all took place uh, uh, south of Ukraine, Odessa. That's the second uh, largest uh, port in Europe. And actually, that's where my mom is right now. And it's right now. Uh, there's a uh, columns of uh, Russian tanks uh, approaching Odessa and uh, Navy ships, only three, like 11 Navy ships sent from Crimea to Odessa um, with, uh, as the military aggression unfolds right now. Right. I can't imagine what you've been feeling, you know, this last week. And, uh, you know, we had a time of prayer this past Sunday, as I'm sure you did, Jay, for the people there. And, um, how are you feeling and how, how, how has it been for you just being here and knowing she's there? And yeah, it's pretty devastating. And, uh, my wife, she had her birthday, uh, last Wednesday and the time difference, uh, I guess like seven hours, the we're seven hours behind and, uh, we just, uh, and the celebration and, um, I received a call from the from a friend that uh, Russia attacked. They started with uh, with ballistic missiles fired uh, uh, all the like largest cities in Ukraine. And I called my mom, and I can send you the I don't know the screenshot. And my mom was crying because she just heard a, a loud explosion not far away from her uh, apartment building where she lives, and it was a it was. It was from one point, uh, from one end, uh, I was shocked, but I was anticipating them that for a very long time already. And that's the reason why I'm here, because I, uh, I came here after the military an uh, annexation of Crimea and the conflict, uh, which took place in 2014, uh, the Eastern torturers of Ukraine also uh, we survived revolution 2013, uh, 14 um, in uh, Kiev, so uh, we already uh, survived a lot uh, during that time, and uh, we're very lucky to actually uh, end up in the United States er much earlier than the war broke out, but uh, even in 2014, I knew that that's what we're, uh, that's where we heading. And the, the, it's like 99% that this will happen. So it was very devastating. And still, uh, uh, I'm heartbroken. And the saddest part that it's becoming a routine right now. It's not just something um, that you're like, you're shocked. And now you're getting used to it. And that is not normal. And it, it's not right. supposed to be normal. Hmm. Right. So when was the last time you uh, talked to your mom? Because uh, again, it was that when was the last time you were able to talk to your mom? Yeah, uh, it was this morning. 
And uh, I, I try to call her like uh, five, six times during the day because the possibility of losing the, the internet or uh, mm -hmm. the like uh, wireless uh, right. or, uh, mobile yeah. mobile connection uh, is pretty high. So pretty I try high. Her, yeah, is as often as possible. And is she doing, uh, you know, is she, is she okay right now? Is she, is she doing okay now? Yeah, she's okay now. And Odessa so far, you know, there's a group of saboteurs mm -hmm. uh, uh, entering the like large cities right now, but Odessa so far is doing uh, much better than Kharkiv and Kiev. So uh, comparing to uh, those cities, Odessa is stable right now. Okay. Well, again, it's heartbreaking. Uh, and as Christ followers, uh, listen, I'm, I, I told you guys as we were kind of hooking all the gear up and all that for the podcast that, you know, I, I'm, I struggle at times just uh, being transparent, honest, open. That's what we do here on the Pastor Pod is, you know, you, you get frustrated. You're watching everything unfold and, you know, you, you're trying to figure out where to get true good information. And it's, it's frustrating. You can be angry. You can be upset. Um, and, and in all reality, though, as Christ followers, we, we have a responsibility to respond differently than the world around us. And so really what I want to just kind of maybe talk about a little bit, Josh uh, and Sergey, is, you know, what, what should the church's response be when we face things like this? Um, you know, and, and again, this is close to home. Josh, you have people in your church uh, who are wrestling. Uh, Sergey's here and his mom is there. And, uh, you know, even the fact of him saying, I predicted this, this was going to happen. That mm -hmm. uncertainty is there. And, and, and no doubt uh, for Ukrainians that are, are living, they, they've always in the back of their mind even had possibly this, this thought that this was going to happen. So really, what, what is the church's response uh, to when we face times where uh, we have brothers and sisters um, in Ukraine and, and also in Russia, they're, they're suffering, mm -hmm. they're, 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 really, they're really hurting. What is our response here as a church? Maybe Josh can start, and I have my uh, youngest child with me here, so uh, uh, maybe I'll put him in another room. No, he's doing great. Yeah. He's doing fine. Don't you worry about it. We don't worry about it. Okay, because he's laughing I, right now watching. Yeah, he's uh, watching iPad. his uh, iPad. So yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's a sensitive, uh, serious uh, topic, <laughs> but we hear like a laugh, which is a good sign, you yes. know. Uh, right, right. Your family's here safe, so yeah. that's a blessing. We, you know, I think. Um, I think we are to hurt with those who hurt. We're to, we are to sympathize with, with, uh, the big C church and, and just with people, you know, as followers of Jesus, we are, we're called to be peacemakers. We're called to be, um, to be light in the darkness. And so, you know, I don't understand what it feels like that Sergey does. I, I've never been in his shoes. I didn't grow up there. I didn't face that. And I think for a lot of people in America, we, we don't know what it's like. Uh, to face persecution. You know, we, we hear a lot, I mean, it, and I believe it's coming. I mean, if you study the end of the Bible, I think every country will face persecution. But I personally have been in mission trips. I've, I've experienced other followers of Christ that have been persecuted. Um, but in America, I think we're just kind of agitated or annoyed or, or we're, we're inconvenienced. Uh, you know, we're not facing uh, invasion. We're not facing, uh, you know, just just basic persecution for being a Christian like in other countries. And so really that's why I wanted to invite Sergey on today is because we want to understand how we can not only just say, hey, we're praying and we are praying. We're praying daily for God to do something miraculous and to protect people. But we want to learn how we can live differently. Not only that, how we can how we can support and and bless 
leaders and churches that are helping with, with all of the people that are uh, refugees, as well as helping the pastors and churches. And even I know one seminary in, in Western Ukraine that's turned the whole seminary into a hospital and a safe place for families. So that's, that's what I want to know today. You know, I want to know how we can pray, sympathize, but then be people of action uh, and not just watch the news for a week and send out a couple tweets and feel good about it. And uh, what do they call that when you just tweet and you don't do anything? What's the word? What's the new thing? Is it uh, virtue signaling? Is that what I virtue signaling? Yeah. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, I care. And Hey, I'm praying and uh, the Ukraine flag. And, uh, but I really think that we should, we should actually do something actively. And so, you know, we're praying as a church, what does that look like? Um, and then, so, yeah, so I wanted to hear more and just how we can understand what it's like to be in your shoes. Well, first of all, it's, uh, I think it's important just to be aware and just, of course, pray for peace, pray for the uh, cease of fire and uh, pray so this conflict could be um, stopped uh, as fast as possible because really it's like full-scale invasion and it's aggravating uh, every hour. And despite the negotiation, uh, we can clearly see that other countries right now are getting involved. Belarus, uh, I have information that they already have that document already signed uh, that Belarus will also be uh, invading uh, Ukraine. I know that other countries were um, uh, called to invade like Kazakhstan, but so far they refused, but they have obligations um, uh, with Russia. So we might uh, end up having uh, many, many more countries involved in this conflict. So it's uh, not just uh, some minor issue somewhere far, far away. So, and we need to be, uh, first we need to need to be aware of that, of the scale of this event. Uh, mm-hmm. So pray for peace. And uh, if you don't know any, anything, if you don't have any uh, like detailed information, yeah, just, uh, just pray for peace and for God's mercy. And uh, maybe God will put on your heart to know more about this. And then you can be more specific in your prayers. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, second thing, of course, uh, it's uh, good not only to pray, but to uh, seek for opportunities, how you can actually express your faith um, and not only do like virtue signaling. And I'm not, I'm not saying that the prayer is virtue signal, but I'm, I'm mostly uh, saying that the, uh, you pray, but then your activities are only like Facebook uh, activities or like social media uh, right. posts. Then if you want to do more than that, um, there's plenty of information. Just, just uh, try to find or uh, maybe organize a group in your church to uh, find a verified uh, uh, um, group of people or charity or some other organizations. There's plenty of them right now uh, where you can actually uh, be more efficient with your finances, I guess, and resources. Because right now, uh, according to New New York Times, the the scale of that humanitarian crisis in Europe is seven million people um, expected to uh, be, 
become refugees in Eastern and uh, and actually uh, they will go further to the Western Europe right now uh, from Ukraine. Uh, just uh, uh, two days, uh, during this two days, 350,000 people crossed the border. But uh, the conflict is uh, right now, as we see realistically, uh, it's far from uh, from being over. And uh, right now, uh, the tendencies are it's only getting worse and mm -hmm. more serious. But I, I, I believe in God's miracle. So the, uh, he can stop this war today if we pray. Yeah. And like, like what's happened with Nineveh, right? Uh, there was God wrath uh, upon that city, but they actually uh, repented. And uh, the situation um, changed like this mm -hmm. so we really believe in that but if you want to help um uh you can uh help uh with uh refugees right now because mostly uh like help refugees because uh right now only uh children and women being um allowed to uh, escape Leave right believe yeah mm -hmm. and all men are drafted uh mm -hmm. to go and fight um so basically it's helpless uh group of people uh they don't know what to do they don't have any finances at all uh europe is already over flooded with syrian refugees afghan refugees refugees from uh uh north nor northern africa and uh they already uh, don't have resources or any even like strategies how to handle this. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and I already, ha I have some contacts I can provide. It's like verified, uh, verified uh, organizations and churches. I know them personally for some of them over 15 years, some of them more than 20 years, and they're doing tremendous amount of work helping those refugees. And where are those churches uh, located that you're making reference to? Uh, where, whereabouts are they are they located? Yes, yeah, so one of them is in Krakow, uh, Poland. Mm -hmm. uh, the other church is in Bulgaria, and uh, and it in Moldova. It's not a church. It's uh, the leadership of the Messianic Church in Odessa, my hometown, and that's where my mother is right now. By the way, it was a huge. Uh, like uh, dense Jewish population there, always Odessa. Uh, it's mm -hmm. uh, Odessa is like two million uh, people city. It's pretty large, mm -hmm. and uh, so the pastors of Messianic congregation they uh, managed to escape to Moldova, and right now they're at the border, uh, involved in like refugees resettlement and provision with food and with yeah. other needs. Wow. Um, and that's wow. powerful. I think I think there's a lot to process. You know, I I've been tracking the news and following and listening to Sergey, and uh, we spent some time after each service on Sunday praying. Um, not only during the service, but circling up and hearing the stories, not only Sergey's but other people in our church and how they're connected and how they've walked through persecution. And uh, so, just um, I've been moved by it that that we have uh, people like Sergey that have walked through a lot of difficult times but God's grace is all over his life. And so yeah. he just started a new small group and the small yeah. group is full of, uh, tell us about your new small group started and, and it includes 
you know, not only Ukrainians, but yeah, Ukrainians and Russians. And um, so we moved recently from California and, uh, you know, the whole country's uh, on the move right now. They're all Uh, coming here. They all come here. uh, (laughs) To Florida. (laughs) Right. So, and actually uh, the, uh, so the church is in Venice, but there's a uh, city of Northport uh, mm-hmm. close by. And just to give you a, a perspective, so 20% of Northport Slavics, mm-hmm. 20% of the wow. whole the entire population. Mm-hmm. So when I just um, started the small group, and I do believe in small groups, and I support that vision of the church a lot uh the first uh very uh the first two sundays we already had like 15 people uh, showed up so and right now as they are moving here uh i expect uh that there will be a large number of ukrainians and uh russians attending church so far um um there's also uh some negative sides within the community because um of course, Ukrainians, they're devastated and they uh, uh, repost a lot of social media posts. And uh, and I can understand that, but uh, some people, they, um, they are heartbroken and they express that and they send their uh, very negative vibes towards Russians, but uh, it's like against the aggression, against the Russian government, but they just say uh they call them just russians in general and of course russians they are not happy with that and then they trying to defend themselves and we already see uh, a lot of hatred is uh, on the rise in social right. media within the slavic community as it was in 2014 and 15 it was a huge uh, uh like big thing uh, here even here in america right uh, but now uh, we have a full-scale war, so right. now it's much worse, and we already see uh, people um, in uh, Ukrainian, like Ukrainian flag on their Facebook uh, pro- profile, and other people trying to put uh, their Russian flag, which creates a division, and um, and of course. Uh, uh some people they don't like for example some um russian people they don't have families there and they watch only russian news because they don't speak ukrainian right and uh the propaganda propaganda is uh is mind-blowing uh basically yeah they and um yeah they're not seeing reality they're not seeing the reality my, my wife and I've had lots of conversations about uh, this and, and I love I, I, I'm, I'm actually overjoyed that, you know, when you're talking about your small group and you're talking about how, you know, those from Russia and those from Ukraine coming together, studying God's word together. Um, there, there's something beautiful about the gospel and what it does when it unites people from two different countries. And, and, and again, my wife was also talking to me and she's like, you know, uh, it's, it's hard to pull all politics aside because there's a lot of things, there's a lot of layers to a war and we get that. Um, but you know, she's, she, you know, we're watching news and we're watching everything is taking place and, uh, it is horrible what's taking place in Ukraine, but there is also innocent individuals and people 
who are in Russia who are getting persecuted for standing up and opposing the war. There's innocent people who are getting punished because of the economic, you know, economic things that are taking repercussions of the repercussions of everything. And so, uh, Mm -hmm. although we do need to be praying for those that are being persecuted uh, in Ukraine, there is a side as well to where we have innocent individuals who are being hurt also in in the country that is actually doing the, the damage to Ukraine. And, and it really is a matter of prayer of saying, God, you know, these are innocent people. Uh, there are people who are losing their lives. Um, and without a relationship with Jesus, we know uh, what, what that means. And it's, it's heartbreaking just to watch it all. And so I, I love the aspect of what I'm hearing you say about this small group and pulling people together from different countries that maybe, you know, have different views on things or whatever it may be. But it's just beautiful because it shows the power of what the gospel can do. Um, and this is the same one that we're calling on to, to bring peace um, and, and comfort to those that are hurting and mourning right now. And so uh, this is this is this is huge, uh, and and Sergey, I I'm I'm just uh, thankful for God's mercy in your life, as you shared mm-hmm. from you know early on how God has done a great work in your life, and uh, you know it's the beautiful thing of who would have thought a young man who feel like he has lost it all, considering taking his own life, is now leading a small group uh, in Florida that is reaching across. Uh, you know, difference of, of backgrounds in history and, and sharing about this amazing love of who Christ is. It's a beautiful thing of what God can do. Um, mm-hmm. And we need not lose track of that as believers of what God is capable of doing. Um, and, and so when we're praying, we're praying to an almighty and powerful God. And I think that's just beautiful and mind-blowing in itself. Of that, That's really what we're rallying behind. And so, Josh, any final thoughts as we kind of wrap up today? Um, we- yeah, I, this has been great. Thank you so much, Sergey. We sure. just appreciate your heart, and uh, we're going to share your uh, YouTube video of your testimony. So yes. if you're yep. if you're uh, uh, tracking along, we want to put that on our our blog. We'll share it on social media. But just to share, you know, just a little bit more of your story. Of course, and um, and, and we just we uh, we appreciate your time today. Um, I just do you have any final kind of encouragements to everybody listening today? First of all, I, I want to apologize for not uh, having this like smiley face. It's not only because of everything what's going on, but still, even as like Slavic peoples, uh, our muscles are a little bit different because like growing up in Soviet Union, we are like we're not smiling a lot and it's it looks tense, but uh, I'm a very friendly person, so <laughs> it's not like I'm. Listen, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come hang out with Josh, and I'm gonna tell him, "Hey, I want to hang out with Sergey." I'm just gonna yeah, say, yeah. you you didn't offend me at all. I'm ready. I'm ready to hang not out. Not at all. Not uh, at all. I'm ready to yeah. hang out. So don't don't take that at all. And um, please, yeah, I just uh, encourage you to to pray for peace uh, and yeah. uh, pr- pray for uh families in ukraine so god uh will protect them and especially for families which are separated right now men are fighting and they don't even know how to use weapons but they are and their families right now in europe alone also pray for soldiers even for russian troops because some of them they are 18 year old kids uh, like compulsory military service just sent there some of them are not even aware that they are in ukraine 
and uh, mm -hmm. they were told that they are sent to some maneuvers, but uh, they uh, find themselves uh, at the very front, uh, wow. like combat uh, yeah. in Ukraine, in, in, in other state. Yeah. So pray, pray for that situation and uh, pray for America as well, because um, right now we can see that the global picture is changing every day and mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to uh, start a whole another conversation of that but you know what I'm talking about okay. and, yes. uh, no. so please just be aware and please uh, not be um, um, caught up in that um, like social media hatred right and try to be a peacemakers uh, not only in your prayers but in your relationships with other people maybe uh, from mm -hmm. Slavic communities who are involved in all that. And I, I really uh, uh, appreciate your um, willingness to talk about that and to dedicate the podcast on that topic. And please participate. Uh, we will provide all the, all the links. Actually, people being there uh, verified uh, and uh, actually the, the, whole, um, the whole financial aid will go directly towards uh, refugees uh, needs and it's uh there will be no um for example like um salaries or like office rent included in that so that's the the most efficient mm -hmm. right now way to help okay. um, yeah. so we'll we'll be we'll be sure to drop all of those links in the show notes so if you're watching on spot if you're if you're listening on spotify uh the notes are right there you can open up spotify they'll be right there it'll be on our blog and our website thepastorpod.com and uh, Josh, uh, it's been great, great conversation, a heavy conversation, uh, not wanting to make light of all this taking place, very heavy conversation. Um, but I'm glad that we can also look to who we're calling upon and the hope that we find in, in Jesus. So Sergey, again, thank you so much for joining us and taking time out of your day to, to be here and share. Uh, for those listening, if you want to learn more, uh, again, go to our website, thepastorpod.com. You can reach out to us, thepastorpod at gmail.com. And again, we look forward to uh, meeting with you, hanging out with you each and every week here on the Pastor Pod. From Sergey, Josh, and myself, have a great rest of your week. <laughs>